Hey everyone, welcome to the Motivated to Inspire podcast. My name is Jamafu, the founder of MotivatedToInspire.com. As we get into our lesson today, I want you to ask you a question. Is Why is it that we have certain boundaries that exist in our lives? We have rules and regulations that sometimes feel like they are killjoys. They keep us from having so-called fun and we will then want to act out of rebellion. When we have, when we face some of those rules in our lives, think about when you're growing, when you're growing up as a child, uh, you were probably told to never walk outside, not put on your shoes, or to not play around with certain things, not touch a a hot plate stove, something like that. All, all those different kinds of things. And when you take the time to think about it, you'll realize that ultimately. We have those boundaries and rules in place for our own protection. Um, I see this very clearly with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. When you look at the Bible in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, God had a, a plan for, for them. He told them they could eat of every fruit in the garden except for one particular tree that God forbade them from, from eating it. And then what, what happened is... The devil, he came along, he deceived Eve and seduced her into disobeying the commandment God had given her. And as a result, sin came into the world because she felt like something was being withheld from her. And Adam also followed suit in, in the same regard. And when we look at our lives today, we, are, we, are, we have certain boundaries that are, are put in place maybe by the governing authorities, the cops on the road, in our work environments, there are certain rules and regulations that we are told that we must adhere to. But sometimes we don't, we don't understand why those things are put in place. And it's because they are there to protect us from harm, from danger, and so that we are able to, to achieve certain objectives that, um, that are set before us in those different places. And just to emphasize that point again, we are told in the Bible, right, that we are supposed to be subject to the governing authorities in our lives. And every authority is put in place by God. So when we find ourselves in rebellion against authorities, we are actually in rebellion against God. So adhering to rules and regulations is, um, is an important part of success in anything that you do in life. So as we get into this, uh, I would like to read from Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1 to 2. <clears throat> it's one of the places where it lists the enemies uh, of, of the tribe of Israel. So it says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess, and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites and the Gergeshites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, Seven nations greater and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them. Okay, let me also just read verse 6, which says, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. If you notice from the verse that I read, um, 
It says, You shall make no covenants with them. You shall show them no mercy, so that you shall conquer them utterly and destroy them. So in other words, there, there was supposed to be non-negotiation with any of those giants. And throughout all the uh, sessions that we've gone through with some of these other giants, that's the key thing that we need to remember, that we are not to have any kind of compromise when we're dealing with, with these enemies. And more so even this particular one about the Perizzites. The people, they're, they're, they're described as a people who had no boundaries. So with them, anything would go. Like no no rules, no regulations. Do as you feel, do as you please. And um, as, as I've already explained, when you don't have those boundaries in your life, you're going to find yourself in serious trouble um, along the way. To, to give us another simple example, someone who's married, right? If you're in a marriage covenant, you're supposed to be faithful to your wife or to your husband, depending whether you're a guy or a girl. The marriage covenant is so sacred. It's, it's God's picture of what um, we are to be, of, of what God is to us. No, he loved, Christ loved us undeservedly with uh, no conditions attached to it. And that is how we're supposed to love even our partners in in a, in a marriage context. Um, and that means you leave no room for external third parties to, to get into the into the frame. So just as Christ loved the church, we're supposed to love our partners. So the problem is now, if you neglect or if you just ignore those boundaries that are there, because that, that, uh, that marriage setup is just for you and and one person, one other person, that is your partner. Until death do you pass through the good and through the bad. <clears throat> so when you violate that principle of marriage and you start including external parties, a third party into the marriage, that is not the Holy Spirit or God. They are going to have serious problems. And yes, this is a, a massive problem with, with men in particular who are more the unfaithful parties, where we have situations where in some cultures you have men that want to take second, third wives in addition to the wife that they already have. And you find this in, in, in quite a, in some cultures around the world where they believe that, you know, I cannot be satisfied with one woman and so I need a second and uh, probably a younger wife to, to satisfy my needs. And the problem right there is it's no longer loving now. It's it's now a situation of lust. Um I I I I call I recall some of the principles that I've been taught myself through Ed Cole's curriculum where he says love is about benefiting someone else at your own expense. So love seeks to give at the expense of self. Whereas lust seeks to benefit even at the expense of other people. And so that, that already like violates when you're having extramarital affairs, you're having a second, third, fourth, fifth wife as a man. That's already violating God's principles. So in, 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 in loving your wife, it means you stick to one partner faithfully, no matter what kind of situations you go through, because that is God's um, 
framework for 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 marriage same applies even to the ladies uh there are there are stories of women that have been unfaithful with other men even in in a marriage context as well so you find that um that alone yes it violates god's principles and the consequences that come out of that you end up having children outside your your own marriage uh transference of of stds which may then result in death and some cases you might even have divorce taking place and that again violates god's principles he never wants us to divorce it was never his plan to divorce that provision is there uh, nowadays for people to divorce uh, on the grounds of um, unfaithfulness in marriage but in the beginning as god said in the book of genesis said uh, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and what god has put together no man shall should separate and so <clears throat> can you i hope you can see like the ripple effect that um a decision can have in 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 life so it could be when you make good decisions you have positive ripple effects right but when you make negative decisions the 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 ripple effects also quite significant and they bring death to your life it might not be just physical death but even death in your own spiritual life so having those boundaries is important another example i can point to is um okay in fact maybe before i go to that other example let's listen to what it says in the book of proverbs i like the book of proverbs because it's got so much wisdom that if you study this every day it makes you wiser and keeps you from unnecessary troubles okay proverbs 25 verse 28 it says whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down and without walls so think about a city or even just think about your home where you where you live you've got a drawl i suppose at least you've got a gate and why why is that in place because when you don't have a, a wall or a gate yeah you are prone to to like external external forces intruding into your space um these can easily break into your home and steal what you've got so if if it makes sense to have walls in the physical sense of of things is it not so much more important to have walls around your own heart around your own life spiritually so that you keep yourself from being vulnerable to to harmful things in your life if it makes sense in that in that way i think it ought to make sense then to to take this word seriously to to maintain those boundaries in your life because if if your house is open you know there's nothing that stops people from um getting into your space right they maybe steal your car they break into your house steal your valuable things that you've worked for for so many years so even against your heart um guard yourself against all these things with uh, young men and women today um, i've also been in this trap as well the influence of media has has had a quite a, a huge negative effect in some sense where there's there's a drive especially for young people to to pursue affluence to pursue fame to pursue 
riches and all those kinds of things. And remember, like I said in a previous session, that um, things like material things in themselves, they're not bad. But that drive now, the spirit that drives us to, to go after all those things can can be detrimental in our own lives. And so we, well, what, what, what then happens is because of that drive and that ambition to pursue worldly riches, sometimes we end up forgetting God's calling on our lives. And we end up being miserable and frustrated at the end of the day. And we start blaming God for not blessing what, what we want to do in the first place. So realize that some of these things, they, they happen because we're not guarding ourselves against um, certain things. God, <clears throat> okay, let me, let me then read Proverbs chapter 4 to, to, to bring more emphasis to this, to this point. Proverbs 4, verse 23, it says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it, for out of it spring the issues of life. Guard your heart from, from being polluted. There are certain gates in our lives where we allow certain things to enter and we, we need to guard against, guard against um, those kinds of distractions. Guard your eye gates. Guard your, your ear gates. What is it that you see? What is it that you hear, that you listen to? Because the things that come through those eye gates and the ear gates significantly affect your your spirit and how you develop as a in your spiritual life and your walk with christ so when i'm talking about our eye gates what are the things that you watch what um programs on television or the internet do you entertain are those things edifying your spirit are they godly are they building up your character i don't know that's that's something that you need to ask yourself the things that you listen to, are you always around people that are speaking negative or they are, they speak about certain things that, you know, they are, are contrary to, to what the word of God says? Do you hang around people that are always complaining, people that are always speaking doom and gloom, people that are always plotting evil against other people? All, all those things, take them into account and realize that they affect <clears throat> they affect your your spiritual life as an individual so you need to guard against that and and have those walls and boundaries some people you may need to not spend as much time as you normally do with them because they pollute your spirit some things you may just need to cut off stop um, listening to certain things watching certain programs on television and spend a lot of time in the word of god you know, spend time in his in his presence. And he will fill you with his word. When you saturate your heart and your mind with the word of God, you grow so much more, you become stronger and are able to to ultimately move towards the, the purpose that God has for your life. And so I, I my encouragement is choose to to be intentional about your life. Don't let anything just happen to you. But instead, make sure you put boundaries in your own life according to the word of God. Remembering that those boundaries are there for, for the purpose to, to help you ultimately get to your promised land. <coughs> Excuse me. To help you get to your promised land, a land of milk and honey. And that is a place of maximized potential. 
in your own life. So for you to get there, you have to make sure that um, you are obeying God's commands and putting frameworks in place to to keep you from, from stumbling along the way. So uh, thank you once again for, for tuning in and I hope this has been helpful to you. As we continue the next time, we're left with about two more enemies that are going to look at. But just digest all these things, that all these lessons that we've been going through. Those, those enemies that Israel faced in the promised land, we still face them today in our own lives in one form or another. So guard your heart, keep it pure, meditate on the word of God. And as you do that consistently over a period of time, you'll find yourself becoming the person that God created you to be. So until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance towards you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Take care. And next, until next time, be all you can be. Bye.